You like to watch new stuff, right? Well, go to Hulu and see what's new, because Hulu has new stuff all the time, like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump, where first-class luxury meets world-class drama, a new season of The Kardashians starring The Kardashians, of course, and Grand Cayman, Secrets in Paradise, the sizzling new reality show set in the tropical Caribbean. It's all new, and it's streaming now on Hulu. Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic Onobotulinum Toxin A and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and, and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24-7? Ooh. Yeah, but look so, at you. Yeah, right? But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 877- Three five one zero three zero zero, and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. Simplify your life with AT&T in-car Wi-Fi. Stay connected anywhere and transform your vehicle into a dependable Wi-Fi hotspot. Navigate easily by powering apps like real-time GPS and voice assistant. Keep everyone entertained with Wi-Fi for up to 10 devices. Even on the practice field, AT&T in-car Wi-Fi keeps you connected while in proximity of your vehicle. Work, stream shows, or finish homework without missing a beat. Discover the convenience and see if you're eligible for a free trial at att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi. Don't let connectivity roadblock your journey. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. This is the most dramatic podcast ever. An iHeartRadio podcast. Welcome to the most dramatic podcast ever. I am Chris Harrison coming to you from the home office in Austin, Texas. A very special show today because we have a special guest. She's a comedian, New York Times bestselling author, host of the podcast Juicy Scoop with Heather McDonald. I may have just given it away. But Heather McDonald is joining me on the show. We're going to talk to her and talk about her life, but we're also going to talk about current events, talk about what's going on in the world, get her take on the headlines of the day. And Heather joins us now from her home in Los Angeles, uh, where we used to be neighbors or close to neighbors, um, but I am in the home office in Austin, Texas. So this is how we're going to meet and talk via Zoom today. Cool. Great. Thanks for having me. How are you doing? I'm doing great. You, I, I, looking at your life, comedian, and I, and I went through everything you're doing, actress and New York Times bestselling author and podcast host, all these things. Yet I look at your life and is it fair to say, and I don't mean this in a bad way, it's unbelievably boring and normal. Married for 20 <laughs> years, you have kids, you're a mom, you're set up in the valley there. 
where's the darkness that Hollywood's supposed to bring? I mean, I do feel extremely lucky. And a lot of my listeners of Juicy Scoop um, as moms are sweet enough to be like envious of it because it is the best of all of it. You know, it's like I used to, someone said my, my next book should be like having it most because you can't really have it all, but you couldn't have a lot. Like, you know, I mean, you're going to miss out on stuff. If you're a working parent, you're going to miss out on being there for every moment for your kid. It just, it just is the facts. And there's going to be certain times in your life, as you know, that it's inevitable that you're going to miss these things, you know? So it's like, as, as someone who worked um, full-time on Chelsea lately when I wrote and produced that show for seven and a half years, I was really lucky to have that job. Um, I was pretty much home every night, but I, you know, I had a two-hour commute, one hour each way. And, like, so I did miss, you know, some of the childhood stuff. But since the show's been off for almost, I think, eight years now, my sons are 20 and 17, and I feel like, having the flexibility that I've had in the last seven years, just doing just st stand up on the weekends occasionally, not every weekend and doing the podcast has, I feel like I was there more for what I believe the more important years, like the teenage years and stuff, but I still feel bad about the, the poetry readings and stuff I miss. You know, it is very healthy though, as a parent uh, and as someone who was divorced for half of my kids kind of childhood and going through it as a single parent, it's important to realize you can't have it all and that's okay. It's okay. Yeah. You know, I, I grew up, I'm, uh, I don't know how old you are. I'm 51. So, you mm -hmm. know, my parents in the seventies were the, I was a latchkey kid. Me too. Uh, you know, so Me too. you just come home, open the door, you'd be alone till dinner sometimes. And yeah. your parents weren't at every soccer practice. Your parents weren't at every poetry reading. And then we went to the helicopter mode. So I think we're okay settling somewhere in the middle. You know, what's really funny about that is, so my dad, um, so I'm 52 and my dad had me at like 46. I was the youngest of five. I was, you know, like the, the fifth mistake or whatever they joked about, but it was <laughs> fine. And um, so, you know, he, he grew up, he was a World War II vet from 17 to 20. And um, at one time my mom said to him, what do you mean you're not going to go to the boys? My older brothers played sports. You you know, you have to go to their games and everything. Didn't your father always go to yours? And not until my dad, till my mom said that to my dad, did my dad realize, and he was like an incredible athlete, got a scholarship to Hofstra, Hofstra playing football, basketball. He was like four letters. Not till that moment did he realize that his dad never went to one of his games. And his dad was a fireman, like a fire yeah. chief. And he was Irish, but he was born in America. And it like, he never realized that his parents never went. Cause like that generation, they didn't go. Well, I don't know when it, when that changed though. Of yeah. It, when I played sports, kind of like your dad, it wasn't for my parents. I, the sports was for me. Yeah, totally. And, and I mean, the same thing I remember like, I was doing, I was a cheerleader at Crespi, the boys' school, yeah. and I went to Louisville. And, you know, I did it for one year. And so my, I had my parents go to one game, but they were kind of like, why? Like, you're, you're just cheering with these 12 other girls. And then I didn't make it for varsity. And, um, and I was so upset. And my mom's like, you weren't that good at it. It's not <laughs> what you should be doing. She goes, you should be doing the plays. <laughs> and that was like the first time I realized that, like, being fired or having someone break up with you or, you know, something like that is always meant to be. 
you just don't realize it in the moment, but it's always meant to be. Had I made the cheerleading, like I, you know, I wouldn't have had the great experience junior and senior year of like really doing the theatrical art stuff is which what I should be doing, not cheering. Yeah, I always say, and, and having been through what I went through the last couple of yeah. years, you know, God does grant us these blessings in our life. It doesn't always come in this cute little gift wrap box under the tree and go exactly how you saw in your dreams. But right. nevertheless, it gives you those opportunities to do what you should be doing, need to be doing. Uh, but yeah. it, and I felt so guilty when I was traveling around the world for the show. You know, I would be you know, on a beach somewhere in Bora Bora, whatever, and my kids are playing in a big game or my daughter was in theater and she had a big play and you're sitting there and maybe you're watching it on FaceTime at four in the morning, but you just feel so detached and you feel so guilty. And we got to give ourselves some grace on that. Yeah, I mean, and there's just, a, there are those moments as a working parent who also travels. And I just remember like doing stand-up I was always getting booked for Mother's Day weekend because every club would be like, oh, let's get Heather. She's a mom. Yeah. People will take their moms, you know. And everything. But that would that means like I would be at some hotel on Mother's Day and then seeing all these people celebrating their mother at the brunch place or whatever. And I was just like, oh, my God. Like, it made me so sad that I didn't, like, have that. But then I was also like, but this is a big weekend for me as a mother comedian. Like, I'm not going to. And so... You know, it, it is those times where you're like, I just, you have to make it when you can make it, you know, and, um, and you're going to miss, you're going to miss some stuff. And that's, that's it. Just know that you're going to miss some stuff. And guess but what? But your kids don't care. The kids they are fine. They will never care. No, the kids are yeah. fine. I mean, it's nice when they see you up there, but they don't need you at every yeah. practice. They don't need you at every single performance. And no. by the way, it's great when they can call you and tell you how they did and you can just listen. Right. No, and sometimes I'm like, do you want me there? And they're like, no. And I'm like, all right, fine then. Like, <laughs> if I'm going to if I'm gonna stress you out or you're like, I'm not that great in it or whatever, then like, they're just like honest with me, you know? And and what I love is as the kids get older, I just have such a good time with my sons just like laughing. Like, I'll just, you know, and, and do it. Like, I'll just go in the golf cart with my son and I don't even play until he'll play two balls and his name's Drake and he'll play Drake one and Drake two. And then I'll just, whichever one is leading, that's the one I'll do for the putting. And that's that. And we just like talk the whole time. You had this kind of famous incident where you passed out on stage just back in 2022. And this really triggered me so much. First of all, you fractured your skull, got a concussion. Um, yes. That, that, that can last. Are you good now? Or do you still have the effects of that? Um, I mean, yes. So when, when people, when I say I cracked my skull, there was no bleeding, but yes, I had a cracked skull. But and like then inside, it, you were internal bleeding, in, right? Yes. Yes. I went so fast down. Yeah. I never had fainted before in my life. Certainly never on stage, but I've never fainted ever. And, um, and so it was like out of a movie where I woke up and I'm like seeing, you know, people, their faces ahead of me, like a movie camera, you know, like, oh my God. And I, I literally was like, this can't be happening. This has to be a dream. And so I went to the hospital and everything. And, um, and they did say there might be some effects up to two years. The only time I feel it is sometimes once in a while, if I'm like doing Pilates and I come up too fast or whatever, I'll be like, just give me a second. Yeah. So there's a little bit of that, but that's like the it, just not not in an everyday walking around, nothing like that. And it's never happened since. And they have no idea why it happened. And 
I don't know either. And and, and correct me if I'm wrong, because I think I went back and watched it. You were yeah. literally talking about how you just got vaccinated and you're, I'm fine. There are no effects. It, it almost seemed like yeah. you meant to do it in the moment, like it was physical comedy. I'm sure some no, people- No, they, they definitely thought it was. And I mean, and what kills me is that like, it's not that funny because the way, no. when I'm on stage for an hour and 15, you build up to the closer. The beginning part is- throwaway jokes and whatever. You don't come out with like the great. So I was coming out because it was still covid time. And I was just like, I had some COVID jokes, but my jokes were very much on both sides. I really did start to see like, like stars. And I was like, whoa, like, okay, I don't know. I'm thinking, how am I going to get through an hour and a half of this? This has got to pass. Yeah. So in wanting it to pass, I just took like a couple steps as I was talking, thinking that would like, yeah. I don't know. Shake you up a little and bit. Then, and then I just went down. So when I saw this, it was so triggering because what I, I have never passed out. I've never fainted in my life. My greatest fear is fainting and passing out on live TV, on the set. And it's only almost happened one time. It was Ben Flanick's season of The Bachelor. And I was kind of sick. I had the flu, as it turned out later. But so I was a little bit feverish. I was dehydrated. And I was in the middle of, I don't know if you remember that season, there was this girl, Courtney Robertson, who was the final choice. And it was very controversial. And this was the big first interview. And when we got into it, it got really- Didn't she have like, she had like long, dark hair, right? Yeah, beautiful girl. And it got really serious really quick. And we dove into this and it was emotional. And all of a sudden I'm like, I can't, I can't like see, you know, as you said, things start narrowing and I'm like, I'm going to pass out. And you have this inner monologue, which I'm sure you did. You start thinking, yeah. I'm going to pass out. I'm going to pass out. It got to the point where I was thinking, because, you know, our set, we have 9,000 candles everywhere. And I'm thinking, okay, if you pass out, fall to the left, because if you fall to the right, you're going to get a face full of hot wax and candles. And Ugh. and I, I was kind of whispering into my microphone while she was talking. The producer can kind of hear me. I was, I, I was whispering, hey, I we have to take a commercial break. I'm going to faint. I'm about to faint. Please go to break. And they're like, we got to wait. We got to wait. We're get, This is amazing. I said, no, you don't understand. This can't wait. I am going down. And so somehow we got to break. I was in a cold flop sweat. I went backstage and made it to a couch and just essentially all but passed out. And it took about an hour before I could get off the couch and come back and finish the show. But that's always been my fear. And when I saw you, I'm like, oh my gosh, it happens. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it happens, and I think that's why they, you know, with everything going on, they saw, they've gotten a lot of people, because we do a lot more things on TV, you know, or YouTube or right. whatever. Yeah, we do, everything's see. filmed. There's cameras everywhere. So it's like, I think it's just, you know, a more something you see. But what's interesting is that I, someone reminded me that on my podcast, I have said, I have a, fan, I have a fainting fantasy. Oh, Okay. I, I, I thought it was, I, and I literally said like three years ago, I have a fainting fantasy where I faint and then I look up and everybody's around me and they're like, Heather, what happened? But I never thought, well, if you faint and you hit your head, it's going to be painful. <laughs> I just, I always imagine it like fainting in a movie, like right. on a, a soft couch. And then like, what happened? Into some like strong fireman's arms. Yeah, but I will tell you, uh, yeah, it's not a fun thing. And I, 
I should not have manifested that at it, all. It's not sexy uh, doing it uh, face planning on stage. Simplify your life with AT&T in-car Wi-Fi. Stay connected anywhere and transform your vehicle into a dependable Wi-Fi hotspot. Navigate easily by powering apps like real-time GPS and voice assistant. Keep everyone entertained with Wi-Fi for up to 10 devices. Even on the practice field, AT&T in-car Wi-Fi keeps you connected while in proximity of your vehicle. Work, stream shows, or finish homework without missing a beat. Discover the convenience and see if you're eligible for a free trial at att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi. Don't let connectivity roadblock your journey. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. You like to watch new stuff, right? Well, go to Hulu and see what's new because Hulu has new stuff all the time. Like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump. Join Lisa and her hand-selected staff at Chateau Rosabelle, a glamorous estate in the French countryside, as they live, work, and play together 24-7. Vanderpump Villa is where first-class luxury meets world-class drama. Don't miss the new season of The Kardashians starring The Kardashians, of course. Season 5 promises new horizons for the entire Kardashian clan. And if you're looking for steamy streams, check out Grand Cayman. Secrets in Paradise, the sizzling new reality show set on the tropical Caribbean island of Grand Cayman, where the rich come to play. But be warned, it's a small island and secrets don't stay secret for long. So come check out what's new on Hulu this month. It's streaming now and it's waiting for you on Hulu. Hello, it is Ryan and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Speaking of, you know, our biggest fear having these catastrophes in live moments, Love is Blind was yes. supposed to go live with their reunion show with Nick and Vanessa hosting. And something happened at Netflix. Somebody kicked a cord out. Somebody forgot to reboot. And Netflix could not get the live feed up. And they kept promising it's going to be a minute. It's going to be 15 minutes. It's going to be another hour. It never got up. It's it's finally up today. They just stopped and said, we're going to record it and put it up. But that was a pretty epic moment of not being able to do live television. I didn't even really realize that it was live till you just said it. I just thought it was scheduled and it wasn't going up. But I had watched uh, Love is Blind in the past and I had not watched it. I had, you know, it downloaded on to watch on a plane. But instead, I read Paris Hilton's book because I'm a reader. And um, and so then when my 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 friend who's on the show today for tomorrow, Sarah Colonna, she's like, Oh, I can't get the, no one can get the, the Love is Blind reunion. And it was like 6.45. And I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to like sped through the 13 episodes so that when it's up, I can 
talk about it tomorrow. So I still haven't seen it because it never was up as of 10 p.m. last night when I went to bed. But between 6.45 and 10, I did get through the whole season. They caught a lot of flack online. And, and being a comedian, uh, I'm going to run these by you. Um, I thought these but wait, were- wait, let me just, wait, let me ask you. Do you think this might have been on purpose? No, Because no. people like me ended up watching it. So this- Watched the whole season. Yeah. I don't, I am of the opinion, some people are saying it's a big deal and it's going to hurt Netflix. It'll hurt Love is Blind. I am not in that camp. I do not think okay. it hurts them. I think Netflix is a 50,000 pound gorilla. They're still the gold standard in streaming. I don't think it's going to hurt them in the long run. But this was a move to continue off the Chris Rock special, which was live, that we, oh, can, that's right. that yeah. we can do live TV. We're not just a streamer anymore. We can do live events. Oh, Amazon has Thursday Night Football. They're doing live now. So this, oh. this kind of move to doing live events is a big deal for these streamers to get that live content. And so this was a pretty big gaffe. Mm. I don't think it's the kind of press that hurts you that bad because everybody's talking about it. I wouldn't be talking about Love is Blind today. You know, it is crazy that we were able to live stream the landing on the moon, but not the reunion. That was the joke. So I was going to run these by you. <laughs> like, I'm like, oh, really? Because I'm like, you know, and I, I still caught it. Listen, I, I, I like the TikTok. So I am. I remember Keenan Every Wayne said when I, I wrote White Chicks with Keenan right. and, the, and the guys. And I remember he was the first one that put the doubt in my mind about the landing on the moon. Wasn't the moon landing live in 1969? Uh, yeah. Although, you know, some people believe it was on a set somewhere in Hollywood, which is... We'll see. So Trina Water said, wasn't the moon landing live? And then there was another good uh, joke. Oh, Hunter Y. Harris said, hey, Netflix, have you thought about putting it in a bag of rice? <laughs> That's a good one. That's pretty good. Yeah. I like it. <laughs> um, but again, I don't think I, you know, everybody jumped online and said, oh, this is really a big deal. It's not a big deal because if you love the show, you're just gonna you're gonna find it. It's that's what streaming's all about. It would have been nice as a television host, and I'm sure you may feel the same way. I just want to see these things go off without a hitch. I want to see them work because I think yeah. it's important to just keep progressing and have more live TVs and have and have more live events. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I didn't even really realize. I didn't really associate it with being live. I just yeah. thought. You know, they, they always do, they do that where you can binge it, but then you've got to wait a couple weeks or whatever. So I thought that was like the anticipation, like, are these couples still together? We saw these three got married. This one didn't, I didn't even think about the fact of what you're saying of why it is important as a, like a television aspect of, of, of having live streaming stuff. Do you watch that show? I do. I have a little bit just because I watch a little bit of everything that just kind of yeah. comes into this world just so I can see who's hosting, who's producing it. Some of my friends produce on all these shows. I want to see what they're up to, see what the, the, the spin is on, you know, kind of our original idea of Bachelor Bachelorette right. and where it's, where it is now. Um, but the, the live of it all, it's interesting. I was thinking back, we did so many live events on The Bachelor and I hosted Miss America for many years. I did the Spelling Bee at ESPN. All those events, it's just commonplace. You don't even think about it not going live and the fact that it won't work. I mean, that part, you got to have down. I mean, the satellite's up. You can see the satellite's up. If New York can see you and vice versa, I, I don't know where the, this mishap happened. It's just crazy. I watched The Love is Blind. And I've watched it in the past. And I do think it's interesting that um, I said anybody that goes on this show really should be going on 100% 
to really find a spouse because these people aren't really popping after yeah. like the way in the past where the bachelor and bachelors the they the people have not are not popping like they did five years ago either yeah but you know where you'd have all these opportunities and stuff it's just they really don't so it's like if you're doing it to try to get a whole new career this this is not the show right. to do. And yeah, I agree. There's I mean, too many people and they don't pop. Yeah. And I don't think yeah, this is not a knock on the Bachelor Bachelorette, but that world is not the same social mm -hmm. relevance world it was either. I mean, these people no. come off the show and they may have tens of thousands of followers. But when we used to name somebody a week or two later, they would have a million, two million, three million followers, and they would become huge influencers and make a ton of money. And that world just doesn't exist anymore. And maybe we're just oversaturated with influencers. 100%. And the pendulum swings on all these things. Um, right, and so, 100%. yeah, it's not love is blind. It's really not the bachelor. It's just, I think it's the world we live in now, which is really interesting. Yeah. And so it's kind of, and it is interesting because if you're not going to get that part of it, you know, like right. a whole nother career, because there was a time, um, yeah, I was talking to Kelty who said, you know, when she wanted to be a host on things, they said, go on The Bachelor. If you want to break into being like a, an Entertainment Tonight host, right. try to get on The Bachelor and go that route. Like it really was like a, a way to be exposed. And now I feel like, no, I mean, that's, you get paid nothing, which also I think you don't get great people that are able to to leave their illustrious career. You're not getting a lot of partners in a law firm that can leave to go be on The Bachelor or Love Is Blind for seven weeks. Right, it, that it it used to be, and you just that that doesn't exist anymore either. That's that's right. a really difficult thing. You know, the um, Aaron Berge, who was a bank owner, Andrew Firestone, yeah. who had the Vineyard. You know those. Every now and then you get that that nugget. The quality guys, yeah. No, you really don't, though. I mean, that for that exact reason. And then also, I, I was like, and I hate that it always just has to be someone from the batch that was left over. Right. Like, it's never like, you know. It didn't used to be. And that's the thing, too. It, yeah. You know, I, I get it because I was there and, and I get the built-in audience. But it's a built-in audience when it was successful. If you didn't have a good season. Uh, for example, you know, you're coming off this last season of The Bachelor, which was the lowest rated ever. Well, if you pull someone from that season, no matter how popular, you're still coming off a very low rated season. So we always knew, okay, if you came off a really bad season, maybe you got to shake things up and you got to find somebody different because the, whatever you have, this batch isn't working for whatever reason that is. So you're right to a certain degree that you got to go out and find some of those nuggets. But it's just an easy, safe pick, right? It's yeah. as a producer, as a casting, it's really safe and easy. I don't to even have know. Did did they did? I didn't watch this season. Did they pick someone already to be the Bachelorette? I believe that, yeah, because I think they're in production right now, so they're already they're already shooting. Yeah. Um, so, um, yeah, I uh, I talked about it with um, what is his name? Jace? Is it Jason? Jason, who's uh, engaged to uh, Caitlin Bristow? Oh yeah, yeah, Jason Tardick. Yeah. I talked about it with him and I said, um, yeah, it's just also the guys, I mean, are just not my type. I mean, any, like, you know, I, I liked like the clean cut, like businessman dude and like, you know, and they're, I think they're just trying to like appeal to a younger audience, which they should. Yeah. Well, it's also who's going to sign up, you know, that I think it's, yeah. it's, it's both. 
Um, right. But it is. It's a very interesting world. And again, that pendulum swings and it'll find its way. Wait, what do you think about the senior stuff? Did you see that they're trying to cast a senior bachelor? Which they, I remember they tried a long time ago. We were, we were greenlit to do that. Uh, we were actually going to do it in the fall of what was what was pandemic year number one, 2020. Um, mm -hmm. So we were supposed to do it in the fall of 2020 and the show was greenlit. It had already been picked up and we were going to go into production. I think after the bachelor or paradise, one of those, we were going to squeeze it in there. And obviously the pandemic happened and they've talked about bringing it back, but I don't know if that's really viable now considering the ratings of the show and where the franchise is right now. I don't know if you can launch another show. Um, unless it maybe yeah. goes straight to streaming, who knows, but they also need content. Uh, but I thought, yeah. I thought it was an interesting idea. It's something we had talked about and thrown around for years. Um, and it's something that when I'm in public, I would always get that from older people and, you know, my age group and older, like, Hey, what about us divorcees or widows or whatever? So it's not a bad concept if it's done right. I think what could work and you can take my idea and run with it. Let's do this together. Co-executive producers. I do think people keep it tight between the ages of like like 46 and and like 50, and 40 like between 46 and like 58 because it's not scenery like senior citizen it's not like goofy and you know people can look really good at those ages still and that's when a lot of people are divorced and looking for then at that next thing. Yeah. <laughs> right here. Raising my hand. Yeah, yeah. That's exactly when I got divorced. I was 39, 40 years old. That's yeah. it's when a lot of us hit 40 and you kind of have that. Yeah. Second. Like for like four, like 40, 50s is yeah. what I think it should be. I don't think it should be like 60 to 70. I don't think it should be that. And then, you know, if, if the girl is like 52 and the guy's 45, it doesn't really matter because no one's trying to have kids. But you're also like young and hot and it can, and you can still be really competitive like with the other women or the other men because they, I mean, my friends that were dating, you know, it it's always kind of fascinating in the beginning. And then they realize like, oh my God, he's dating all these other women because, right. you know, these women are just so happy that some guy like owns a home, you know? So they're like <laughs> thrilled. And then he's like, and he... And he's never, you know, he had to work so hard to get laid in college. Right. Got married at 27, you know, and now he's 50 and he looks pretty decent. And he opens up an app and he could have a different chick there every night, like waiting to blow him, like every night. And it's like, that guy doesn't even know what to do. And then the girl is like, oh, I think I'm special. But then she realizes like, no, they're. So I think it would be a really fun, interesting, that's an interesting social experiment. It is a wild world. I mean, when I when I became single again, it, you know, all of a sudden dating and, and this modern age of all the apps, and it wasn't even as bad as it is now, you know, yeah. but being able to swipe over somebody and just go and go and it's, it's, it is something. I think, I, I agree. I think that age, age range would be very good, very desirable. Yeah. I, I want to talk to you more too about just comedy in general. Um, I'm a big fan of comedy, fan of yours. And, you know, I mentioned that Chris Rock special. And yes, I saw it. Chris, I thought was brilliant. I thought it was great. Uh, again, I think that's what comedy is for. I think it's for pushing boundaries. It's for questioning everything. That's what great comedy used to do. Um, but, you know, then there's the other side of the spectrum, the Nate Bergazzi's of the world, which I also love and appreciate. And they're super clean. 
Yeah. How difficult is comedy these days? Is it scary? Is that something you worry about? Or do you just keep doing what you're doing? Um, well, I I think you've always, you, you do have to adjust with the times. And throughout the 20 plus years or 30 years, let me see how, yeah, like it's almost 30 years since the first time I've like actually done stand-up that I've been doing it. Um, yeah, there's jokes that I don't do anymore. And there were jokes that all of a sudden someone came up and was like, I loved your show, but I wish you wouldn't have said this word because of this. And I was like, done. Never said it again. Cut it out of my act. Thank you for pointing it out. And I think the greatest thing is um, Sarah Silverman, I will give her credit for this. She uh, did an apology to Paris Hilton because she made jokes um, when Paris was in the audience when she hosted the MTV Awards. And it really hurt Paris. And Paris revealed that. And she said, comedy is not evergreen. And I think that is fucking brilliant because what someone says five years ago, 10 years ago, 15 years ago, it's not evergreen. It's appropriate for the time. And a good comedian is willing to throw away, not throw away, but you retire jokes anyway. Yeah. That's why people have a new hour every year. You're not supposed to do the same act for 20 years. Some people do, but you're not really. So, I mean, you should be careful about what you say and you tweet, obviously. Right. But I also think there should, you know, yeah. I mean, watch a romantic comedy from like 2008 and your jaw will be on the floor. It's so inappropriate. Every Gen Z would like turn it off and cry. Like it's not, okay, it, but it's not for today. Yeah. Well, so, you know, like Jennifer Aniston has uh, come out and yeah. been very public about friends and how, um, mm -hmm. yeah, a, some stuff doesn't hold up. Uh, no. from from friends and and obviously just the friends cast doesn't hold up to right. today's standards or New York but you know the the you know the question is do you have that that grace the understanding to educate change evolve and even on a smaller scale of like hey you started with fart jokes as a comedian yeah. you've elevated your game you've elevated I mean I always say the biggest thing that makes a stand up great is just being truly authentic to yourself, telling the truth about your life, your point of view. And I always tell young people that, like, you know, just if you're looking around and you see every young girl, female comedian talking about sex and this and that and whatever, um, that's fine if you're life. And what I liked about Chris Rock's special is this one part where he talks about now he's a divorced guy in his 50s. Mm -hmm. And why it's easier to date the sugar baby who's 25, who's so impressed by an $800 pair of shoes versus the 45-year-old girlfriend who's like, can you fix, fix my roof, clean out my gutter? Yeah, clean out my gutters. I thought that was so real because we all think like as a, a woman, we're like, oh my God, like I'm hot. I've established myself. I have a career. I have a home. But also that woman is not going to be as impressed with your brand new car. Right. Like, it's just, it is what it is. In fact, the opposite. Yeah. And so it's like, I just thought that is, that is such an honest perspective of a divorced guy who's got some money, who's dating. I, and so I'm like, he told his truth. Simplify your life with AT&T in-car Wi-Fi. Stay connected anywhere and transform your vehicle into a dependable Wi-Fi hotspot. Navigate easily by powering apps like real-time GPS and voice assistant. Keep everyone entertained with Wi-Fi for up to 10 devices. Even on the practice field, AT&T in-car Wi-Fi keeps you connected while in proximity of your vehicle. 
work, stream shows, or finish homework without missing a beat. Discover the convenience and see if you're eligible for a free trial at att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi. Don't let connectivity roadblock your journey. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. You like to watch new stuff, right? Well, go to Hulu and see what's new because Hulu has new stuff all the time. Like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump. Join Lisa and her hand-selected staff at Chateau Rosabelle, a glamorous estate in the French countryside, as they live, work, and play together 24-7. Vanderpump Villa is where first-class luxury meets world-class drama. Don't miss the new season of The Kardashians starring The Kardashians, of course. Season 5 promises new horizons for the entire Kardashian clan. And if you're looking for steamy streams, check out Grand Cayman. Secrets in Paradise, the sizzling new reality show set on the tropical Caribbean island of Grand Cayman, where the rich come to play. But be warned, it's a small island and secrets don't stay secret for long. So come check out what's new on Hulu this month. It's streaming now and it's waiting for you on Hulu. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. We were talking about, you know, Chris Rock dealing with the Will Smith thing so brilliantly. And I thought it to wait to sit on that for a year and a half, to let, you know, to let it marinate and cook and then to come out the way he did, I thought was brilliant. Will Smith is back. He's back on set. They've seen him uh, shooting Bad Boys 4 with uh, Martin Lawrence there in Atlanta. I, I'll i be honest. I didn't know there was a Bad Boys 3. Apparently, not only was there a Bad Boys 3, it was huge. It made like over $400 million worldwide. It was a massive hit right before COVID hit. Um, but there's going to be a Bad Boys 4 and, and Will Smith. He kind of, you know, he kind of came back with the last show what emancipation but that was already in the can it was a small budget this is going to be probably his first kind of big budget big franchise to come back with what do you think can he come back will we accept him back the old will smith in this old role i don't think we'll ever accept we will we'll never accept them as the couple remember when they would dress alike and everybody and i remember again with the waynes i said after tom and nicole broke up this is a long time ago, Tom Cruise and Nicole Kidman. Yeah. I remember I said, if Jada and Will ever break up, people are going to lose their minds. Because it was one of those, that, they were the original couple goals. Right. They had the blended family. They did a WB series about a blended their blended family. They The kids were so cute. The boy looked like her. The girl looked like him. Like, you know, everything. They dressed alike. Though she was petite and he was tall. And they had their funny moments on Oprah and everything. Now we know the truth about their up relationship and how weird it is. And nobody's goal is to have an open marriage 20 years in. I mean, if this is like a big budget movie that people will go see, yes, but it won't be. I just don't think anyone in this age is like, 
a true fan for anybody really anymore. Like they're just like, hey, if it's a cool movie and it's you're sitting at home, like I don't know if people will be like going to the the theater to go see it, but like he's a good he's a good actor. He's a good looking guy. He'll never be as funny to me, like because I'll always think of that moment. Yeah, it's hard to get it out of your head. It's hard not to yeah. see that. I mean, I I predicted that he would just do like a more serious. I think he should have done a more serious like Netflix type of streaming series to get our feet wet, where we, not him being like, ha ha, and like laughing. Yeah. Like it would have been cool. Well, that was kind of emancipation, him. right? When he came back with Apple, but it just was- Too soon. And most people never even knew it existed. Uh, th these people that think they're they're done forever. Nobody's done forever. Louis C.K., what is kind of good about the world today? Yes, will you get that big endorsement again? Maybe you won't. Will you- get to be the host of the Today Show anymore, maybe you won't. But if you can find other mediums to be, you know, show your talent in, yeah. like a Louis C.K., whatever, people are like, I don't care. Like, I still think you're, I, and that's their prerogative. Like, and that's the comedy club. If the comedy owner wants to have Louis C.K. come over on someone that sells half the amount of tickets, they want him because they know he's going to sell out. Right. And he's going to sell that many more drinks. They have the right to have him, and you have the right to never go to see him or never go to that club again. And like, that's life. It's like Netflix that did that huge Dave Chappelle show, and everybody, you know, they were up in arms over there. It's like, but it returned huge dividends. Millions yeah. and millions and millions of people watched. It was a massive success. So, where, what do you do with that? I just think, you know, it's just, it's it's great that everyone has a voice, you know, because everyone can make a comment and everyone right. can put a post. And and I think that's fine. That's what I love about having a podcast. Having this platform yeah. to be able to talk and having normal conversation with you or with anybody is it's that's kind of the beauty of this. Um out in your neck of the woods, Coachella is going on. Yeah. You know, you know Coachella, yes. it's this thing that started out as a music festival years ago. Uh, then it was a place to try Molly. Uh, then it became a place to uh, do your fashion influencing. Now it's like the place where publicists send their clients to be photographed. You know, if you're seen at Coachella, that's like the thing now. So I want to run these by you. Sean Mendez and Camila Cabello, are they back together? They were together during quarantine, broke up, Seen, of course, at Coachella, you know, keeping a low profile at Coachella, making out during one of the sets and, uh, you know, snuggling and a lot of PDA. Are they back together? What do you think? I mean, I always thought the relationship was kind of fake and like a beard for oh. either one of them or both. For either one. But now I kind of feel like, oh, maybe that was real and good for them. You know, I think, I think um, you know, when you're that two high profile people, it's, it's hard to find, you know, find somebody. And sometimes you go back and recycle an old boyfriend. So I, I hope they're together. That's good. If it's real, then I think it is real. If it's, if they come back this many years now, I think it was always real. Their mom on the subject right now. This one I'm not okay. so sure about. Leonardo DiCaprio uh, was seen with Bradley Cooper's ex, uh, Arena Shake. Uh, they were hanging at the Neon Carnival, as one does there at Coachella. and But there were a lot of other celebs around. Stella Maxwell, Tobey Maguire. So, you know, I, I don't know. I think it's just DiCaprio being DiCaprio. Well, I went to that neon, okay, carnival. Like, I never really did the Coachella thing because it was kind of like after my time of like doing right. anything like that. 
And I did go to the New York Carnival a couple years ago, only because it was like a VIP experience and someone gave me the tickets. And I did think it was fun, and you do see a lot of stars. So, yeah, who knows if they really did. But, like, Leonardo DiCaprio, I love that he has, like, become the Jack Nicholson of our time. And everyone realizes, like, why do you only date people that are, like, And then he tries to date Gigi Hadid, like uh, she's like an older single mother to him. Right. You know, but like, hey, but I mean, he is he is the the Jack Nicholson. And I don't know if that's appropriate. By the way, if you saw that picture of Jack Nicholson the other day on his balcony, um, that's (laughs) be careful, Leo. The future is not kind. But uh, I, I, you know. We will see about Leo, but I, I think he is a fascinating character. And you're right. He's kind of just he has become a caricature of this generation. Right. Which is kind of a bummer, really. But anyway, for who cares? He's doing fine. Simplify your life with AT&T in-car Wi-Fi. Stay connected anywhere and transform your vehicle into a dependable Wi-Fi hotspot. Navigate easily by powering apps like real-time GPS and voice assistant. Keep everyone entertained with Wi-Fi for up to 10 devices. Even on the practice field, AT&T in-car Wi-Fi keeps you connected while in proximity of your vehicle. Work, stream shows, or finish homework without missing a beat. Discover the convenience and see if you're eligible for a free trial at att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi. Don't let connectivity roadblock your journey. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. You like to watch new stuff, right? Well, go to Hulu and see what's new because Hulu has new stuff all the time. Like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump. Join Lisa and her hand-selected staff at Chateau Rosabelle, a glamorous estate in the French countryside, as they live, work, and play together 24-7. Vanderpump Villa is where first-class luxury meets world-class drama. Don't miss the new season of The Kardashians starring The Kardashians, of course. Season 5 promises new horizons for the entire Kardashian clan. And if you're looking for steamy streams, check out Grand Cayman. Secrets in Paradise, the sizzling new reality show set on the tropical Caribbean island of Grand Cayman, where the rich come to play. But be warned, it's a small island and secrets don't stay secret for long. So come check out what's new on Hulu this month. It's streaming now, and it's waiting for you on Hulu. Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic Onobotulinum Toxin A and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24 seven. So yeah, right. But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. 
This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877-351-0300 and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. This is a story I know you love. Vanderpump Rules. Yes. The, you know, Tom Sandoval, Scandoval, the, the big yes. cheating incident. So Ariana, the woman that was cheated on in this scandal, was at Coachella. Shocker. She was being snapped and taking pictures uh, alongside some mystery man. Um, yes. First of all, if there's a woman who ever deserves just a good public outing and go make out with everybody and be seen, good on you, Ariana. Go do it. Um, but also a great publicist is like, get to Coachella. Just like, let's get you out there. Smart all the way around. Well, you know, all those, all those girls and guys, they would go every year too. But I'm really glad that she went. And I... I believe the guy is like a personal trainer and he's kind of like a friend within all with all of them and good for her for you know getting some you know fresh dick and having some fun on a on a sunny weekend in Coachella and I think it's great that she talk about lemonade you know making lemons out of lemonade she's doing dancing with the stars she got a um a collab with Bloomingdale's she's a really pretty girl anyway yeah. and it's so hopefully this will because I kind of felt like a lot of these people that do these shows, I'm like, they really have to get some other businesses going. Yeah. And she and Katie were going to do this sandwich shop. And like the sandwich shop was like never happening. I don't know if it was like a storyline, whatever. They say they have a actual pl like a, a rest, you know, a storefront, but it hasn't started this girl doesn't want to make sandwiches. Right. And neither does Katie. There, putting up no. Swiss and turkey. No, go do Dancing with the Stars yeah. and get something else going that interests you, that does not require you to like, slice you know, meat. slice some meat. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean. Not referencing the fresh dick from Coachella. Right. Other fresh meat. Exactly. And by the exactly. way, if you're not into the Coachella stuff, don't worry. The redneck version stagecoach will have plenty of headlines, I'm sure, coming up in a couple of weeks as well. Well, listen, I, I have to tell you, I we um, we we have a we built a house out there. My sister lives out there. It's out in Palm Springs. Yes, I Palm Desert, La okay. Quinta. I will be there this second weekend of stage of uh, Coachella and Stagecoach. I have absolutely no tickets and no invitations. I am putting it out there Heather, on are you your begging? huge platform. Are you sitting here yes. begging for tickets? Huge, not not necessarily tickets. I'd rather go to like the influencer type of parties where it's the oh, okay. afternoon and it's not crowded, but there's still some music playing, and I get like. Some like free salad and like, you know, a cocktail. Heather McDonald straight up asking yes. for VIP access from all. Let reach out to me and um, I would like to just hit a couple easy events. Slide into your DMs. Just make it simple. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, I went to Stagecoach one year because uh, uh, Jake Owens was playing. We went out and played a little golf and Garth Brooks was performing, who I love. Fun. And so I did Stagecoach. Very windy, very hot, very dusty. Um, a lot of people. Now, did you go like in the day or did you just go at night? Like, I don't understand how long you're supposed to be there. I'm not going to lie. I went at night. I didn't, I didn't do the whole day. I, there were some specific people I wanted to see. Okay. Uh, Jake and Garth, you know, uh, among them. And so I kind of went for the evenings. Uh, yeah. And that was an, honestly enough for me. I don't love, yeah. I don't love crowds. I don't love that 
element that just doesn't do it for me. Um, I would much rather be sitting like kind of in an arena or some, maybe a smaller, like I love going to Hollywood bowl, sitting in, you know, that venue. Totally. And you have your own little box with your wine and your food. (laughs) I like wine and charcuterie. And yes. Yeah. Yeah. I know I'm bougie, Heather. I'm very bougie. I know this about myself though. It's all, it's all good. And I, I do think it's interesting because I'm like, I understand why you have to buy like the three day pass, whatever, but I'm because that's the smarter way to go marketing wise. But truly, whether it's like BravoCon or this, I'm good with one day. I agree. I never want to go back the next it's day. A, it's a, you're I never right. It's a want lot. to go back. And Coachella, yeah. is a, Coachella is a lot. But hey, if you're an influencer, you, it's worth the pain. Um, Do it. Speaking of pain, um, before I let you go, because Palm Springs, you mentioned Palm Springs. That's where Coachella is. You had a little drama in Palm Springs a, a couple of weeks ago, and this like oh. much talked about all these headlines. What in the world happened in Palm Springs? We've been friends for like five years. She's coming to my birthday. We text each other. We we're all hanging out together, and we went to the B and P tennis thing together. And then later that night, we're just talking about something, and then all of a sudden she like switches to change the subject, and basically tells me that. She doesn't like me. Nobody in that world likes me. Nobody wants to do the show with me. Like, it was every horrible, like, triggering, like, literally, I was the I was the Catholic school girl that was invited to a public school girl summer party, and I thought they all liked me, but they only invited me to tell me that they hate me. It was that. And I just was shocked. And I know how Jeff works his show, and his show is his radio show is a reality show. Yeah. So anything that happens in his world, whether it's his personal life with his family and his child, romance, or any of the people that are regulars on the show, he's going to share it. And I already knew he knew about it. So I was like, I just, I got to control this narrative. So I have a Patreon, and I feel like my pe- people that have supported me on Patreon— I, I keep the personal stuff for Patreon. I don't really do that too much personal stuff on my regular Tuesday, Thursday show. So I put it on there. And also I gave her plenty of time to reach out and apologize. And also I knew his show goes out Monday at nine. Mine goes out Tuesday morning. And I've been in the position of having to, um, you know, defend myself or rewrite the, or try to correct the narrative. And I'm like, I'm just going to tell you how I felt. And the only way I felt was, my feelings were really hurt. Well, then, because then people thought she was an asshole for doing it, which she was, she didn't like that people knew that she was an asshole. Right. Well, that's not my fault. Life is too short and equally too long to be surrounded by people who don't love and adore you and support you. And yeah. secondly, I find you fabulous and I'm glad you're here. And I, I truly, no, seriously, I truly appreciate you being here. I feel like we, you and I could just talk for days and days. Um, I, I like you, the way you are unabashedly able to just talk about stuff. I think it's so important and it's very refreshing and I appreciate it. Well, thank you. And I'll just give my plugs in to make it life easy. It. So my show is Juicy Scoop. It's been around, it'll be eight years in July. It's every Tuesday and Thursday. And if you want to join what I talk about is Patreon, you just go to heathermcdonald.net and you click on Patreon. But also at heathermcdonald.net are my live shows coming up. I have a live Juicy Scoop in Vegas in May, but I also have um, like a combo where it's Juicy Scoop and stand-up. I have all my regulars on. It's always comedy. It's always pop culture. It's always fresh and new. And I have a bunch of 
summer shows coming up in from the East Coast to San Francisco to Irvine. Okay, so you're going to be touring the everywhere. country? you hitting the Midwest? you coming across? Not, not really, not necessarily the country. I'm not doing that many. Okay. I'm just doing, yeah, I'm just doing East Coast in August and San Francisco in, 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 in September, like I said, and then San Diego, Humphreys by the Bay, which is a huge venue. It's my biggest show I'll be doing. And that's in San Diego, and it's like an outdoor kind of a thing, which I'm excited about. So that's all at heathermcdowell.net. It's great comedy and fun, and come see the shows, and I appreciate it. And listen to the podcast, Juicy Scoop with Heather McDonald. Um, and for everything else, you can go to the website. And uh, again, thanks for being here. I appreciate the time. Thank you. Take care. All right, Heather. Bye. Bye. My thanks to Heather McDonald for joining me, uh, comedian, actor, best-selling author, and she has the podcast as well. It's just refreshing to talk about, uh, just get her take on on everything. And it's one of the things, again, I love about this podcast, just bringing different people on from different walks of life and getting their take and their perspective. And that's what it's all about, is just hearing people and listening and hearing from you. If you have any comments, you can leave them below. Thank you for listening. And I'll talk to you next time because we have a lot more to talk about. Thanks for listening. Follow us on Instagram at the most dramatic pod ever and make sure to write us a review and leave us five stars. I'll talk to you next time. Hi everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic Onobotulinum Toxin A and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest. Thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and, and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24 seven. Ooh. Yeah, but so, look at you. Yeah, right. But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 877- Three five one zero three zero zero, and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. You like to watch new stuff, right? Well, go to Hulu and see what's new because Hulu has new stuff all the time, like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump, where first-class luxury meets world-class drama, a new season of The Kardashians starring The Kardashians, of course, And Grand Cayman, Secrets in Paradise, the sizzling new reality show set in the tropical Caribbean. It's all new, and it's streaming now on Hulu. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles, ready for next day installation, and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring.